Coming up on This Week in Games, we have smoking hot PS5 news, a double dipping of Microsoft announcements, and is Tencent becoming Nintendo's best friend? Coming up This Week in Games. It's that time of the week for your video game industry news rundown. I'm your host, Aaron McConnell, and we've got news from all three big players this week. And let's kick it off. We're kicking it off with PS5 speculations from the system architect himself and Marvel Madness creator Mark Cerny. So Cerny spoke with Wired this week about the new console. Kind of assume we're going to call it the PS5 because what the hell else are we going to call it at this point? Some highlights include it will likely launch in 2020, backwards compatibility with the PS4, still has a physical disk drive support, and supports the PSVR headset, SSD built-in, 8K resolution support, and there are already dev kits distributed at major studios around the world to get people on it. Well, the big question is, will this be at E3 2019 or not? With Sony pulling out and creating their own kind of like uh, adjacent announcement area, I have to say yes. Um, interesting uh, console details, you know, with uh, Microsoft going harder in the Project X Cloud, you know, Nintendo speculatory supporting Project X Cloud, and Nintendo possibly offering up um, a beefed up Switch and also a kind of like dumbed down cheaper Switch. PlayStation's got to do something, you know, because PlayStation is kind of like directly competing with kind of everything at this point. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting because they're the ones who are kind of going with the same old, same old, same old console. Still has a disc, still has backwards compatibility, still supporting that terrible PSVR headset, you know, just upgrading stuff. There are more details about the processor and the graphics card, but who cares really? Uh, we'll have to see how this plays out. You know, I really, God, like, I really don't see traditional consoles working as well in the future because we don't need consoles anymore. And if you are going to have a console, why not have a Switch? You know, why not make a Switch where the Switch is almost as good as a PS4? I mean, it's good enough. And guess what? I can play it on the airplane. So, uh, hard to say, you know. But let's move on, continue the console talk. Xbox One S All Digital Edition has some news. It'll launch May 7th and at a price of $250. So the All Digital Edition is Xbox One's diskless console offering. Less exciting than I thought. It has one terabyte hard drive supporting 4K Ultra HD video, whatever that means, and HDR, and comes with a single wireless controller. That's pretty shitty. So it's only $50 less than the cheapest disc offering. I really wanted this to be sub 200, you know, because if you have a PS4 and you're looking to get another console, like what is, how is this going to lure you in? And, you know, if you have a switch, you're probably not even looking at any of this. You're probably going to get a PS4 because it has more exclusives. Like who is this for? Because at two hundred fifty dollars, that's not that's not like the people on the fence. I want a two hundred dollar. I want a hundred and seventy five dollar console, and that'll get me to go. 
you know what? I do want to play Forza, and I'm willing to drop uh, 199 <laughs> bones for, you know, something to play the latest Forza on. Let me get this discless. But 250, ugh, I don't, even, I don't know. I don't know. Just get a Switch or a PS4, and if you already have a Switch and a PS4, then don't get the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. I'm pretty disappointed in you, Microsoft. You know, I thought this was going to be a trend, and you came out the gate too expensive, but. In more Microsoft news, Microsoft announces Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So Xbox Game Pass Ultimate combines Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass. So for $14.99 a month, players will get access to the you know 100-plus game library and day one first-party games, as well as the Xbox Live services. <clears throat> and now I take back what I said, Microsoft, you're a cool game. This was a smart idea. So um, for $15 a month, you know, this, the only question is, what is Project X Cloud's overhead on top of this? Because you're going to need this $15 a month Ultimate Pass. Now, wh- what are we saying? Like another 10 another 15 on top? Maybe $25 a month, $30 a month for you know the Ultimate Game Pass plus Xbox, xCloud services to play like game streaming? <clears throat> you pretty much have uh, the cloud game killer right there, so we'll have to see. But, you know, I mean, they're basically positioning themselves for this right now. They're already saying, like, combine this, force everyone. Like, okay, the Xbox Live Gold is $10 a month. So for $5 more a month, you get 100 games back library. Like, what? <laughs> of course, you're going to do it. So, yeah, they're, they're making all the moves to take over subscription gaming. All right, let's move on. And if you guys can't tell... <clears throat> still sick i don't know what it is man this sickness is like it took a hold of me and it won't let go i'm sorry guys (laughs) i'm sorry all right next up hey our favorite country ever china decided that their games approval process wasn't complicated enough and added more nuances so china's state administration of press and publication or sap as people like to call it as it saps the energy out of creativity um, announce a new process that will begin on all submissions after April 22nd. So here are the highlights. An ethics committee will evaluate whether or not the game submitted follows China's social values. Amazing. <laughs> They'll limit games approved each year to under 5,000 starting in 2019. Games that have similar titles, poker games, mahjong games, or games with obscene content will not be approved. What does obscene content mean? Whatever the hell China wants it to mean that week. Um, <laughs> controls limit gameplay for 18-year-old and unders. HTML5 and Messenger games now require a license. That's wonderful. And games cannot misrepresent history, politics, or law. Well, China controls what history, politics, and law means in China, so you might as well just add it <laughs> to the government. We'll approve everything. Uh, there's more, but basically it just comes down to China hating fun. It seems like it's such a bad idea to regulate one of the biggest pastimes in your country and effective give the government control over all creative content. Like, <clears throat> what what is, like, your your game industry is going to die, China. Like, don't you see that? What's going to happen? Like, people can't make fun. You can deem, with those regulations, you can deem effectively anything. Even, like, Tetris could be deemed not following China's regulation because uh, the pieces could all you know, line up too perfectly, and China doesn't like that, I don't know, but (laughs) it's just like, it's just a mess, 
<coughs> Following this, another China regulation story, Tencent has been approved to distribute the Nintendo Switch in China. Wow. After China just said no games will ever be released, this happens. So the province of Guangzhou has granted Tencent permission to distribute the console in China. Nintendo stock went up 12% from the announcement. And now Nintendo has to wait two years for Breath of the Wild to pass game licensing due to not promoting China's social values. Uh, <laughs> what a mess. Um, next up, HQ Trivia is under mutiny as over half the employees try to oust co-founder and current interim CEO Russ Yusupov. So TechCrunch is reporting that 20 of the 35 employees at HQ Trivia have signed a petition to remove sitting CEO and co-founder Russ Tusipov. HQ Trivia is also facing, you know, financial concerns and an increasingly declining user base. That's something to say the least. Like HQ Trivia, God, like I don't know a single person that's played it in probably like three months. So that's pretty rough. Now I don't know that many people, but <laughs> I mean, like it's it's terrible. Like what are they gonna do? So. The board of directors has formed a new committee for making executive decisions. Separate, this new committee includes uh, co-founder Russ Tusipov and two cronies. And the committee fired three employees, including the two who led the petition to remove Yusupov. Good move, HQ Trivia. Fire employees raising legitimate concerns and back the interim CEO that, I mean, effectively sunk the ship. So... There's Game Strategy 101, everyone. All right, let's go to some business news. Global esports organization Gen.G raised $46 million from Will Smith and Japanese soccer star Keisuke Honda. Keisuke Honda. Keisuke Honda. Hmm. I don't follow soccer, so that probably means something to someone. Uh, Gen.G is the parent company for the Overwatch League team Soul Dynasty. It has teams in League of Legends, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, Clash Royale, Fortnite, Call of Duty, and Apex Legends. Genji also has former NBA and MLB players as managers. What the fuck? Like, I truly don't understand how these ventures are profitable. Doesn't Will Smith have people that investigate this shit? Like, who the fuck can name a single PUBG esports team? Clash Royale esports team? Seriously? Is that even a thing? Like, is Clash Royale still a thing? what the hell is going on? Like, I, I really want someone to send me an expose breaking down how these esports team conglomerates actually make money because I don't see it. I mean, they pay an insane amount of affiliate fees. The esports companies get all the money and then the distribu distribution rights like Overwatch airing on ESPN2, you know, all the advertising from that goes to ESPN. ESPN pays for that deal. Blizzard pockets that money. Like, where the fuck? How do these teams make money? Like, someone's explaining to me how PUBG team or Clash Royale team is making money. Uh, I don't know. All right. Last news of the week. Um, last week, we announced Jin McLean was stepping down as IGDA head. Now we know why. I called it. McLean will be getting a hefty payday from Amazon as she joins their game tech division as their head of worldwide business development for small and mid-sized developers. The prediction was correct, everyone. Make your contacts, get your name out there, and get pizzade. All right, that's it for this week. I'm Eric McConnell signing off. I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye.